I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. Well, we're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Awakenings. Oh, Radiant Soul Lights, it's so great to connect with you. If you're new to this podcast, hi, I'm Michelle. If you haven't guessed it already, uh, call in number 347-539-5122 and press 1 on your keypad uh, to get in the queue to ask a question, make a comment, share something, or get a reading. Again, the number is 347 Five three nine five one two two. Press one on the keypad. Um, if you're in the chat, also known as the sacred space of empowerment room, that is cool. If you want to ask a question, you might have to type it twice or uh, type in caps. I won't think you're screaming at me, just so that I can see it. Um, a great place to hang out in this sacred space of empowerment room um, chat room. They help to ground the energy. They're part of the guiding force. They are my co-pilots, co-hosts, and also, as I like to say, sound engineers. They let me know how my sound is. So I see people getting, make sure those of you that are getting in the um, calling in, if you're listening, that's great. If you have a question or a comment, please press one on your keypad. Um, I'll repeat the number again. No worries. Uh, so everyone, FYI, I am uploading um, probably right after the program because it's uploaded. I just have to put stuff in the description uh, box. I'm uploading on YouTube how the 5D energies are affecting you in a 3D way. Yep. We've got a lot of stuff changing. You guys are probably already feeling it and wondering what the heck is going on. And then the uh, reading for next week uh, pick a card will be uh, is uh, will be, will publish tomorrow morning, I believe, at four 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 a.m. All right. Um, so trying to get some more readings out to all of you because there is so much going on, and I so enjoy doing the readings. Um, if you're new um, to this community and you don't know, I have a YouTube channel. Love for you to subscribe, um, comment, let me know who you are and what you're interested in. Um, it's Soul Awakening with Michelle Mache, or you can just Google my name um, on YouTube. Um, also, if you want to connect with me further, you can through soulplayground.life, uh, also Patreon. I have a community there, Soul Path Journey with Michelle. Uh, soon, Soul Centered Living is coming. Some people have already signed up for it. It will launch um, just in a few weeks in August. I'm so excited about it. I'm doing six-month programs and uh three months. Of course, I'll still be doing my monthly workshops and events and retreats and things like that. But this is totally about living from the higher self, 
moving more into conscious creation. It's a deep dive into spiritualism, metaphysics, but it's very, it's, it's much more guided. Um, you'll be getting daily and weekly um, insights, videos, uh, home, growth work, homework, um, all of it to help you um, in your expressing of your next level. And I really wanted to also build further community. A lot of people that um, are doing my workshops now and other groups are saying they just really like connecting with the people, you know, that everyone gets to know each other. Um, it's a support system. And then a lot of people end up becoming friends. So, you know, the soul uh, the, is, the, is our uniqueness, our talents, our abilities, However, even, I mean, that's really important, but a really, really important thing for this new earth, this new American consciousness, is the arena or area of the soul is creativity, is self-expression. It is the artists. It is the entrepreneurs. It is the creatives, however you term that within yourself. And in this new paradigm that's being kicked off through the Aquarian age, um, is a lot about using your gifts, your talents to inspire, to uplift, to awaken, to unbind, unbound from what is um, overly limiting um, through creative processes. And right now you see a lot perhaps that's maybe not as creative. I mean, look at what's happened like with Britney Spears, right? I mean, she's, and I've always loved her. Some years ago, a client of mine asked, should I, have her as an ambassador and I said yes and then she had these health issues or challenges mental health I still said yes because I knew she had some kind of destiny that was very profound sometimes we don't see that in the beginning we label someone as a weirdo or oh look at their they're unhinged they shave their head uh, Russell Brand is another one <laughs> you know we could go down the line there are some people that have done some pre but they end up being these ambassadors for great change and light. And I think the, definitely in the Aquarian age, because it does kind of, it, it rules conformatory, um, uh, conforming. Um, you know, Aquarius can be very rigid. It's a, it's, a, it's a fixed sign. It can be very rigid in its views. It can be fanatical, rules fanatics, along with sometimes Sagittarius. Um, but in its higher octave, it is about the individual and it is about our quirks, our uniqueness, our oddness, our oddballness. It's about what doesn't fit together but makes us uniquely us and beautiful and, and, and to love the oddball aspect of us, You're right? The other dimensional, the other planetary, the um, star seed, the, the, the wall you know, flower in the back of the room, to, to see that perfection in that, that it's not all about this cookie-cutter pattern of what seems beautiful or what seems successful. You see it, you know, um, you see it now more in, even in media, um, in commercials. Um, I just use myself as an example because when I was modeling and acting, especially when I had my TV show, um, now, mind you, I like, but I like. Sometimes I wear my hair curly. Um, sometimes I like to, you know, blow it out, straighten it, whatever. Usually I do that because it's just easier, and I love brushing, and I just, you know, put in a ponytail or whatever. Uh, but I like the choice, and I do have the type of hair that I can have the choice. I can, you know, kind of have nice curls, or I can, you know, straighten it or whatever, blow dry it, flat iron, whatever. 
Um, but I remember back in the day, uh, and you would look back, if you look back, even in the 90s and early, mid, about mid, even mid-2000s, it's only been a short change, about five years. People didn't want to light curly hair. It's, un, you know, it's like, oh, it's too hard to light, you know, or it doesn't stay in place or, the, you know, or it had to be just so. And especially in, in hosting and TV hosting, you just did not see that. And I remember one time, because um, like I said, I like wearing my hair both ways. People have said, well, why do you, well, I love it curly. Well, I like it curly too, but I like it straight too. So, you know, I, it's my prerogative. But I remember one time we were going to, um, it was with Travel Chicago, Travel Chicago Style and my TV show, Fashion and Beauty. We were going to, um, we would go to a lot of spas, you know, retreats, um, because it, was, it wasn't just beauty. It was like health and wellness also is included in beauty. And so we were going to the Bahamas to this amazing spa. And I was like to my producer, I'm like, oh, God, I'm just going to keep my hair. Because it's like, you know, in makeup, having to have makeup artists, put makeup on, do your hair, da, 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 da. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to leave it curly. And they're like, oh, oh. The producer's like, oh, the board prefers it. They actually had a talk about my hair. Because um, you've worn it curly before, you know, on set. And it's just really hard to light, Michelle. I said, okay. I said, but we are going to be at the Bahamas. And um, I guess she didn't get curly hair, you know. And I've never been into wigs. I'm not that type of person. So um, I said, okay. I go, but I, I think I'll just wear it curly. Just keep it. And she goes, oh, no, 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 no. We, we need to have it, you know, pressed. We need to have it, you know, uniform. I said, okay. I said, I said, I'm just going to tell you, there's a lot of humidity, so it's not going to stay. I mean, it will for a while, but, you know, sometimes I'd be on set 8 to 15 hours. You know, there's sometimes on, you know, you're getting a story, you're 15 hours. And surely it was so funny because it starts out all straight, and then I'm in the water. Oh, go in the water, Michelle, for this shot. Go over there you know, bounce around in the water. I'm like, okay, I, I do it. And all of a sudden, little curl, a little curl, a little curl. <laughs> and my producer's like, Michelle, your hair. I said, I told you. She goes, oh, I guess you're right. Maybe we should just do it on natural. And I said, I told you. <laughs> oh, God, that was funny. But now you see people, you know, piercings, tats, Really short hair. That was another thing in my industry. You couldn't do news or do hosting. You couldn't have short, really short hair. It had to be short. You can have really long hair, and you couldn't have really short hair. It had to be shoulder length if you were doing television and if you were doing commercials really well, unless you had a real sporty look, which I had that at one point, really short, short hair, because I did a lot of sporty stuff in sportswear, swimwear. Um, but if you were doing fashion, no. You know, so there was all these rules. Now you see that being busted. This is why I like to look at media, the mainstream. Um, here's another example. I'm in, I, I, like, I don't know, four or five months ago or something, I was doing some research, and they were showing statistics in the fashion world that um, designers are having to design T-shirts, sweatshirts, uh, you know, athletic wear, active wear that has tarot on it, tarot cards, tarot, you know, empress, whatever, the word and, and, the, and the actual image of the tarot card, um, and astrology, that they, they, people, you know, especially the, you know, 
teens to 20-somethings, um, they have to have astrology T-shirts, sweatshirts, right? Um, so it was so interesting. A couple days ago, I'm switching on TV, and I, I see something. I don't know. It's local news. And they're like, oh, upcoming story about how psychics and tarot readers, astrologers are making money and doing re- really well on TikTok. That's like a mainstream. Then I'm in Whole Foods and I'm in line just kind of spacing out, looking around. You know, they remodeled the Whole Foods in my house. And I see the little magazine rack and I see calmness, wellness. And then underneath it, there's a magazine called Witches. Understand Witches and and the truth about witches. (laughs) And then at the bottom was some kind of entrepreneur thing, you know. And then above it, there was this book, Ignite Your Soul or Your Creativity or something. I don't remember what it was. Ignite Your Business was a business. But I'm like, okay. So if anybody has any, I know that energy gets diluted when it gets mainstream, but you really have to look around to see these kinds of examples, which shows that, you know, there is headway being made. There are changes in the mainstream conscious, it might be a little kitschy, you know, it might be a little cliche. Um, There may not be a lot of depth and understanding, but that's mainstream. That's the mainstream world. It's very diluted. It's it's the main. I taught school. It's the main. You had to teach in the main, you know, that I had some students that were considered behind and I had some students that were very advanced. You know, when I taught kindergarten and first grade, I had some students that were in third, fourth, and fifth grade reading and math, but I taught at a school that catered to that. So the main doesn't do that. You know, it kind of dilutes it, but it still means that shifts are happening, changes are happening in the consciousness. So we are moving into more of the the five-dimensional realm this is why there's a lot of stuff with throats right now, vertigo, ringing in the ears. There's, there's a lot going on physically, you know, symptomology physically, somatic within the body. There's a lot of what we call somatics that are happening right now. Um, take care of your body right now. We cannot handle the higher frequency energy until we find out what are the little areas in our body that need attunement, adjustment, extra attention, love, balancing, whatever you want to call it. And so our body is really preparing, much like in pregnancy, a woman's body prepares. And then even to some degree, a man's. There's, there's um, sympathetic responses when the mate, you know, whether whoever's carrying the child and their partner may not be carrying that growing, you know, embryo and fetus, uh, you know, to term, but they can have similar when they're very connected. So we're going to understand more about these synergistic relationships, the interconnectedness through the energy, through the subtle energy. Why do people pick up on things just on a feeling level, a sensory or telepathic, right? Why do, you know, women, you know, I've had this experience, get your period, your round friends, you all get it at the same, you know, same time. You know, as you link up, as you sync up energetically, you have similar experiences. So be very aware of your energy and, and how does other people's energy af- affect you. So, you, again, this is going to be, I, I know this is on the edge, on the periphery. Um, there's a lot of studies with this. But this is going to be more commonplace 
you know, some indigenous cultures have known this, you know, certain illnesses or something is, is let's say, imbalanced with someone. They may send them to live with someone or a group that, you know, can help them, right, energetically just by being in there in that everyday living, you know, just by being in that environment, they're helped. So we're going to be seeing how very important our environment is as to what we create, as to what we are allowed to express and experience, not just externally by controls or restrictions, but by what is allowed to come through it. Because certain things um, don't come through environmentally. It's very difficult. You know, I saw this, there was one point in my life I worked a lot with um, with teenagers and youth and children um, using, you know, meditation. I, I went to different schools. I went to um, at-risk, you know, centers. Um, I don't know what they call them now. Back in the day, the juvenile hall, but I don't know, juvie. But I, I, they didn't call it that. I don't remember because that's like such an old term. I don't, I don't know. Um, and what I saw was a lot happens to these kids because they don't see certain things. They don't experience certain things. This is why exposure is so important. And I would tell them, look, you are more than this little street. You know, the ese vato dude, you know, the, the, the cholo, the, 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 the gang member. <laughs> I was around those. I'm like, this is not your, your neighborhood is the universe, okay? <laughs> your universe is, you know, the universe is your neighborhood. You're not just this few blocks or, a, 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 you know, one mile or two mile. I mean, it's such limited thinking. But that's what they would see or they wouldn't have certain experiences. You know, I'd go to these groups and I, you know, I've lived in, you know, Europe a couple times, modeled, traveled around the world, been to the, you know, Far East, all kinds of inner and outer experiences because I was just open. But I also saw it, you know, I saw it through my family, obviously. And, of course, in these environments, a few get out, a few expand. But it is a challenge to difficult to nearly impossible and, you know, nothing's ever impossible, but it it goes high up there if you don't see it. So one of the things that this 5D energy is going to be bringing people is is a restlessness. You're going to find yourself wanting to do something, to move. To, and again, it may not be, you may not be able to do something on an outer level. Do what you can either on an inner level through inner travel, inner journeying, dream work, dream therapy, or that's what the inter- internet is about, research. Download stuff, movies, Netflix, you know, Amazon Prime, whatever, HB, all of them, all of them, you know, and there's probably, there's more, I'm sure, Hulu, you know. Um, watch those, those stories about far places or whatever it is that you want to know and dive in. Get the resonance as much as possible because one of the things that's happening in the new energetic matrix that's being created, and we're right there on a peak, everyone. The old blueprints, I can't tell you how many readings I have been doing in the pick a cards that it's all about the new blueprint, the new blueprint, the new blueprint. So it is, it is living, expressing, experiencing, and manifesting more from a soul level, which loves variety. The soul, our soul is only, we're, our only limitation is by our blueprint, right? A whale is not going to get birth to cat or dog, okay? So, but, but we're able to expand how we experience and express 
what we're here to do. You know, our blueprint, we can do it a lot of different ways. I did TV, I did radio, um, but now I'm doing YouTube. Okay, similar medium, you know, I, but it's it's my thing. You know, it's a different, um, but it's, see, vibrationally it's very similar um, because even with my TV show that I had, I any chance I could, I got in spirituality, metaphysics. Um, I remember one guest, and I'm not going to say his name because he's very well known, but the questions I was asking, he was like, oh, I didn't know you were going to go into this depth or we were going to talk about this. And it wasn't even that deep. I was asking, like, for motivation for something he created. You know, and I would tell my executive producer, I'm like, I'm just, I can't just ask stupid questions that people ask all the time in these kind of interview shows. I see that red is on the new color on the red carpet. Well, okay, the viewers can see that red is the hot color. I want to know why did that individual, did that designer do red because everyone's doing red and that's just the thing to do? Boring. I want to know why. And if that is the reason, oh, I just decided to design red because I knew I'd make a lot of money. Okay, cool. That's, that's cool. That's a genuine response. I, don't, I never wanted to talk like around subjects and not really say anything, you know. So look, you know, look for areas of your life that seem to be kind of getting more energy, kind of a little more tickle, a little more curiosity, a little more wonderment. Um, look for areas that, of, where there's a little more ease. Or you might still have to be persevering, but you have to pull back, contemplate, and go, okay, I have made change here, or this has improved, or this has gotten better. may not be the better that you want on ego level. may not be the exact level, but you need to acknowledge it because the, the appreciation of what you're going through or what you're doing and what you've come through harnesses the higher vibrational frequency it's, it's because it's not resisting. So we all resist on a human level. You could say, oh, my God, I'm doing better. Yeah, I'm doing better, but I wish I was here. I wish I had that, or it's taking so long. Okay, you can say that, speak that, write about that in your journal, and then immediately go to the appreciation, immediately go to the gratitude about the appreciation, what you can appreciate about and what you're grateful for, right? Um, Okay, it is getting better. I see how I'm doing this. I am harnessing this energy, or I have made these improvements that's going to link you in more into the higher vibrational energy and that that gets you closer to the opening of that 5d portal which is where we're all kind of going um so both retina thank you i love all the connections through your classes and btr uh me too uh crystal bowls gretna oddballness love it that would be me yeah me too i mean i i was thinking about the other day because uh, I was talking with someone about bullying, and um, you know, I was very lucky. I really was not bullied in school. In fact, I was more the protector. I guess that's kind of always been my role. I can think of one or two times that <clears throat> actually someone that I was friends with in Girl Scouts or Brownies, and um, Brownies and then Girl Scout Cadets, we went away, uh, that said something, and it was kind of, it was color, about my color, but um, I had such a mastery of language and vocabulary. That's how I would just kind of cut people down the size that they were, you know, crossing a boundary, which I did with her. 
years later she ended up or later she ended up apologizing and I don't even know where it came from but for the most part I wasn't bullied but I definitely was different and people knew that um especially as I was more forthcoming about my psychicness my psychic ability or um just being kind of you know kind of amalgamation of different ideas different I don't know, I would say I was living more full spectrum and some things might have been paradoxical to people, like, oh, you like this, but you also do that, you know. Um, but definitely I would say, because I was, I grew up with a lot of artists, you know, my friends, we were, you know, a lot of them had surfer friends, so that's already fringe. And we'd make jewelry and we were artists and um writing and poetry and you know we were into things like Siddhartha and just you know early books of um I can't think of the one enlightenment I don't know how we found I guess our teachers you know and I went to this you know kind of prep school so I don't know I think having older friends too or brothers or sisters uh friends of mine that were older we kind of just studied different things um I think we were kind of just wayward you know just never painting our faces like alice cooper <laughs> it's like um but just kind of always seeing the world a bit differently you know i definitely would say when i got older um especially the modeling a lot of people just thought oh my god you know she's gonna go home and read or she's got her cars or yeah she's psychic she does tarot or intrigue but that oddballness that that what kind of makes you a paradox is what connects you to your soul. The soul is very paradoxical. It is not cookie cutter. It's not one plus one is two. It's one plus one is two. And maybe sometimes it's add another one in there and then you get three. So it, it is what doesn't seem to fit, but does fit because it is you, you know? And I think that's scary for some people because we're taught, if you're spiritual, you do this and this and you look this way and you dress this way. You know, if you're healthy, you eat this and this and, you know, that. Um, I remember talking to someone and I, we were talking about recipes or being out. And I, for every, because lately, every, the food that I've been eating, tofu, veggies, grilled veggies, brown rice, been kind of very macrobiotic. And then she's like, oh, you're, you went back to being vegan or vegetarian. You're vegetarian then. And I said, uh, no, I said because actually the other day I had a hamburger. <laughs> I just like I said so. I don't know. I, I don't, you know um, the the higher octave of Aquarius does not want labels. It doesn't want that constriction or restriction. And even astrologically, this Uranus and Taurus, which of course is squaring that Saturn in Capricorn, that's trying to hold it down to the tried and true. And that is Saturn is very anchoring. That That's its job. It does it well. But it also has to, things have to be blown open to get to a next level and then anchor the next level. So there is this push-pull of what does this mean? And I think we ask too much. That's a, that's a rabbit hole. What does this mean? Who am I? That's a rabbit hole. I would say you're a spiritual being having this experience. You're spirit in form. You know who you are. Your spirit, your spiritual being, you know who you are. Stop asking who you are. Now ask yourself, where and how do I want to express that? Do you see how much more that opens up? 
because who we are is always changing. If we if we look at it in that quantitative way, right? Who am I? Oh, I'm a sister. I'm a mother. Oh, no, I'm, okay. My kids are at, well, they're, you know, in college now, so what am I? Oh, I'm a grandmother. But what about your personal life? You know, I'm a father. I'm a, That means this. I'm a breadwinner. You know, all these things limit. These, those are just things that you do. Those are ways that you express your energy, their functions. Um, you know, a CEO doesn't do this. They don't, this, a priest doesn't do that or none or whatever. So if you know who you are intrinsically, spiritual being with a soul, spirit in form, okay, how do I want to express this and experience this on the planet? Where do I want to express this and experience this? That opens so many possibilities. All right, let's open some possibilities by getting to some clients, customers, practitioners, listeners, all of the above. Radiant soul lights on the soul path. All right, lovey, lovey, loveys. Let's see. Hello, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, Michelle. Hi. This is Cammie. Cammie? 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 Cammie. Yes. Hi, Cammie. Cammie or Cammie? With a K or a T? T A M M Y, Cammie. Oh, Cammie. Hi, Cammie. What's your question? (laughs) Um, I'm just wondering what my uh, next step is, I guess, going forward. I sold house. In what way? Maybe. In what way? Um. Uh, to heal and to move forward with more intuition and knowing. Okay. So to move forward with in what way? What 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 direction? Where do we look in career, love life? Where to move? Where to live? Oh, I'm looking let's, for. Let's just get a general message. I'm looking for love life and also career and move <laughs> all of the above. Okay, so I, the first thing that I'm getting with you is um, you need to kind of start with a plan, like you've been kind of waiting. So it's about initiating some things on a small level for you, okay? That's going to okay, help yeah. move you forward. Yeah, so there's some things you need to move forward on is what I'm hearing. And you know what they are, and that's your next step, just in whatever way okay. that you can. Okay, and that's going to harness that energy. Yeah, kind of like what I was channeling at the beginning of the show. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's your next step is to take a next step, however small or big that it, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. It's just that that will align you more in the energy to kind of pull you out. All right, keep us posted. Okay, thank you. Thanks for all you do. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye. Lovely participants, listeners. Hello, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello. Hello. Um, hello. Yes. Hi, you're on air. Uh, yeah. Hi. Um, my name is Elizabeth, and you did a numerology reading for me. I think it was in the winter. Um, oh. and my birthday is 
my birthday is coming up, and so I think things are probably going to change, and I was wondering if you would do a short numerology reading for me. Just um, My birthday is August 2nd. Okay. Let's see what's coming up for you. August 2nd? Do you need the year? Yeah, do you need the no. year also? No, or? I'll just look at your cycle. Okay. Okay, you're kind of similar to Tammy, the first caller. So there's something that you need to part ways with or move in a new direction. There's going to be some kind of separating out to focus more on you and now what you want to draw in, okay? So there might have been new opportunities or options or choices this past year. Some of them you could follow through on, some of them not. Some of them just kind of like, okay, this almost happened or this happened and now it's over. Um, I would look to areas of self-expression, creativity, things that set you apart, okay? Um, This would be, I'll give you an example. This would be like the case of the person that's in a band or in a chorus singing that also wants to sing solo. So there is some things you have to part with or extend out from. It doesn't say necessarily... You might cut off or wind out that some things may be over, but I feel like there's some decisions that you have to make that's going to set you in a new direction. So this mm-hmm. this next cycle has a lot to do with choice. Like one choice might temporarily or forever sh- shut a certain door, but it opens you up to something else. So I would just say that to not fear making a choice that you might be letting go of of one thing or one idea of you or one opportunity because it's going to set you on a better path for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Thank so you so much. You're so welcome. Take good care. Yeah. Hello. Welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Ciao, ciao. Hello, Michelle. Hello. Hello, Zoe. It's Zoe. I am. Thanks. So I wanted to chat a little bit about this uh, uh, ascension symptoms and everything going on. I've been experiencing um, so much of it. And, um, of course, all of the channeling, all of um, the angels and the higher powers, everything is coming in so heavily. And um, since the past couple of weeks, I've kind of been cutting um, some people and some situations out and kind of speaking my truth. And I went from having like a what was an upper respiratory infection go away in like two days because I actually kind of just like spoke my truth as to what I I actually don't have space for um, certain peoples or certain energies in my realm. And um, it's so beautiful how everything is opened up and everything is flowing in and and, um, I'm getting more readings and just – getting so many channelings and everything coming in. And I wanted to kind of ask, because this has been um, in the last three readings I've done for people um, and also collective readings, there's been a lot of uh, love energy, but there's also been a lot of everybody's having things go their way very, very well, like um, because they're opening up and they're receiving and everything's flowing, but they're feeling still like there's – something lacking is this because we are making a change is this because there's physically something lacking like I I I feel the same too it's like um 
it's like uh, 3D level feels all fulfilled. Everything's coming in. Everything's happening. But there's like um, some inner lacking. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, because it's, 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 it's living more perhaps simply, but there is, an ex- there is an expansion of what is yet to come or to draw in. And because it has the next things that are drawn in um, are of the next level vibrationally, their next level vibrationally. So um, I don't know if you did my pick a card, but I kind of talked about this, about the signs and symptoms and what's coming in. So people have to kind of, how do I want to say, it's, it's do what you're doing and move forward and take action, but yet you're waiting in receptivity. The receptivity opens you up to the, higher vibrational frequencies, right, um, to then align. It's almost like you have to catch the wave. It's very much like surfing. So you're on yeah. the, you have to catch the wave, and, you, and, and it's different for everyone. Why does one person take one wave? Because they feel it, like this is my wave, and they get on. Definitely. So some of you, may, right, you may feel you're catching a wave, and there's other people on that same wave spread out. Sometimes there's two people on, and it's too close. Somebody has to get off the board, jump off, you know. Um, but yeah. just that's what it is. It's catching the energy. I will tell you, it does bring a lot of restlessness because it has to be filled, fulfilled, right? So it's, yeah. it's, it's very much like birth. Like, you know, women will say, you know, I felt very restless. I couldn't sleep. I felt, you know, itchy. I felt irritated. I felt like, I don't know, I felt expectant, expectancy. So we are in yes. expectancy. Yes. And I would say it's about a three- to six month cycle, so everybody's falling a diff- a little bit differently. Um, I'm trying to do this too in my pick of cards. I'm kind of the last few. I'm getting um, even though these particular ones are t- timeless. Um, I'm getting I'm getting like the message like okay like one of them was like more immediate or within you know it was within September nine cycle. Um, some it was like eight months, six months, three months. So I'm really um, opening to get t- timing for people. It's not far off. That's why all I'm, the rest. I'm feeling. Stuff, that's I'm why definitely feeling that too. I'm definitely feeling more timelines yeah. coming in for people in my readings and stuff like that. It's it's um definitely more clear. Like I um the guy who I did a reading for today, it was uh. It, it kept saying September, 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 and then I was like, "What happens in September? Like, what's going on? Is this this girl's birthday? Is what's going on?" And yes, for sure, it was the girl's birthday, and then it was the the ending of one business to the opening of the next, and and I was like, it was very prominent. And I said, you know, normally I don't give people specific um, timings; I'll give them in general if it's if it comes through in the reading. But um, yeah, the timing has definitely been more prominent that's been coming through in the readings. But yeah, it's, it's, I definitely feel the whole restlessness. And um, yeah, when I tuned into your last uh, pick a card, yeah, I saw all the ascension symptoms. And I was like, okay, so it's not just me thinking I'm going crazy here. It's definitely. No, a lot uh, of people. And listen, the, the, the reading I did last night, um, how the 5D energy is affecting you on a 3D level. That's, an, that's the title of it. One of the soul stories out of a nine-card spread, seven of them were major arcana. Seven. Yeah. So that's the kind of energy. It's like 
it's it's very different for our little self, the ego person, it, because it's like the higher self, the higher frequency energy is coming through. We can't do anything. We can feel it. It's like when you got to go to the bathroom, you got to go to the bathroom. You can feel it. You can hold it in for so long, and then after that, you got to go. You know what I mean? So yeah, there, yeah. There, there is this quickening. Um, I do feel, and I just say to people right now, just do whatever you can to prepare. Almost like you're nesting your your you know cosmic womb, you know the cosmic egg, and you know the womb of Mother Earth. It's both. It's it's like it, it's it's connecting more to our galactic aspect of being. So I do feel it's going to be. There's going to be some just quick, very different, quick changes that everybody is preparing for. Some of it will be external. Some of it is definitely within. But you'll be prepared if you're following, you know, the guidance of doing the preparation. A lot of preparation is mental, emotional. So when you kind of know something's going to happen and it happens and you're like, okay, you know, I kind of knew. I may not like it or I may like it. Though I feel like what's going to be happening for many people, it's going to be very freeing. And truth revealing. So there's probably something I think politically as well. There's going to be something that I do um, feel that coming for sure. Yeah, I think there's governmental and not just in the states. I feel like there, there's there's some things that are going to be more revealed. Why? So like an expose. I mean, look what's happening right yeah. now with Britney Spears. I mean, that's a good example. Some things that are hidden. That's what's going to be coming to light. More things that are hidden are going to come to light. Somehow, they're going on, on all, all kinds of levels in our society, some things that were hidden are going to be coming to light. And that's going to give people more information of, oh, okay, then I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that, or I see where this is going. And so yeah, I've been getting a lot of, of prompting for the middle of August, like 13th through 15th, like something major like that coming in, like a, um, an awareness or an awakening on a – uh, like political governmental type thing I keep getting it and I'm like what is this what are these dates what does this mean um but yeah it's yeah def- there's definitely people are people are coming to it um but I don't know I feel something coming in um personally on this full moon um that's mm-hmm. coming up do you see or feel anything with that because it's something different and I'm disconnected to emotional state because I'm um, connected into this more etherical state, I guess. Well, I think that it's going to be more etherical. There might be, there's, there's going to be, um, uh, I really like to hear your feedback and see which ones you get. I'm going to post it right after this show. I'm going to post it. I'm going to post the the video. Um, Yeah. Because I feel like you're, you're right in that, um, energy field that I was tapping into where things now start getting more and more affected on a 3D level as you think it, it happens or feel it or intuit it or what you're wanting oh, to yeah. have happen, it comes through. Yeah. So Within I would day. just say right now, Within hours. yeah, I would just say, yeah, that um, because it could be a lot of different things, you know, without doing a deeper dive in. Um, I definitely feel this, this, um, Full moon is again gonna, the oddities, the, 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 your strengths, your um, 
for many people, the dream state, the messages of what to act upon or why something happened or didn't happen. Here's the thing. It's still very etheric. It's still coming more, the information through the Akash, from the Akash to the astral. But it, but it gives you a confidence of, oh, I know why that happened or I know why this didn't happen or I know why this person responded this way. That gives people you know, it releases energy that's held back in the past wondering. So there's a lot of reclaiming of energy um, in this full moon. Yeah. Right? Because it's opposed, it's opposed, the Leo energy posing, you know, yeah. full moons oppose the sun. So it's like, hey, now you can shine. You, you know, you weren't crazy. You weren't off. Now you see why this happened or why it aligned. That frees up a lot of energy and gives confidence boost the self-esteem to move forward. That's what this is all about. It's about people moving more into their creative role, leadership roles, sharing roles, entrepreneurial roles, whatever. Um, because eventually there's going to be a little, lots of little communities, little societies. It's not going to be, you know, these big cities. and com- It's going to be smaller communities. So there's different types of you know, leadership uh, or people leading in different ways and coming together, you know. So I would look for something like that is what I would say, though. Yeah. All right, sweetie, always great to talk to you. Always great to connect. Thank you. Always great to tune in, yes. Big hug. Talk to you later. Big hug. Ciao. Ciao. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello. Okay, come back to you. That's 334. All right, let's look. Um, hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello? Hello. Yeah, you're on air. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Hello? Hello? Hi, you're on air. Welcome. Okay, I'm not sure if it's me or someone else. You're not sure. I'm talking to you. You're on air. Okay. I, I thought you were talking to someone else. You're talking to me. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I want an energy reading. Okay. In what way? Well, I guess we can start with my birthday, uh, December 7th. And what's your first name? Craig. Craig. And what area are you looking at? Okay. So you, you also mean as far as decis- my life? Yeah, decisions. Um, okay, Craig. So for you, the next the the next because I'm looking um, what's coming up for you, which probably no a little bit November, but for sure I would say December, January. You'll start feeling. There's a lot for you with um, relationships are really going to be highlighted and also what brings emotional fulfillment and how do you move your to your next level of abundance, of prosperity um, in a way that's much more fulfilling for you. So there is going to be quite a few things that you wind out of or you're going to be in the process of winding out or quitting, completing, moving on from. So if you felt held back in the past or maybe there was decision, you had a lot of decisions to make or a lot of options and weren't able to decide or actually 
put something into gear is what I'm hearing, you will be able to. Um, and this is, again, towards the close of the year and looking at your cycle, your birth date, birth cycle, so around your birth date. Um, so, yeah, expect to be able to harness a lot of your creativity and to make the decisions and the changes that you've been wanting to make to go in a new direction that you felt perhaps held back or there was a lot of choice but nothing definitive. Next year is a lot about things that are very definitive, very tangible, very bankable is also what I'm hearing, okay? So there's, there's a freeing up, but you're also going to have to make some decisions to leave some things behind, okay? Uh-huh. That's, Thank yeah. you for calling in. Take care. All right, everyone, it is time for our awakening guests. It's that time of the program. Um, if you're in the queue, keep listening. We have a great guest coming on. If you didn't get your question answered, um, call back um, Wednesday, here every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, so we have with us today Tabitha Scott. She's the author of Trust Your Animal Instincts, Your Life, and Ignite Your Power. Uh, Tabitha is an award-winning international advisor, speaker, and best-selling author. Uh, she's a highly credentialed thought leader in electrical and human energy. Her area of expertise is leveraging the principles of energy to lead purposeful transformations. She has led efforts in creating the world's largest solar-powered community and was recognized for her groundbreaking smart tech innovations by the White House. Uh, formerly CEO of several successful companies and senior VP at two global organizations, Tabitha currently serves as principal at Southern Growth Studio. Really want to welcome to the program, Tabitha. Hi, Tabitha. Welcome. Something's happening with our hello, Tabitha. Okay, call back in. I'm not able to hear you, or you're not hearing us. Did you step away for a minute? Okay, let's see. Something's going on with the phone lines. Hi, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Hi. Hey there, I'm so glad to be here with you. Oh, thank you, thank you. Glad, glad you're there. Glad we got a hold of you. Okay. Wow, so um, let's just start a little bit about your background. Um, it sounds like electricity sounds um, very diverse. Um, how did you come into this? What were you doing before you were working in this capacity? Before I was working in electrical energy, I, my background is in finance and uh, electronic payments early on. Uh, basically, the things I've done in my career are transformations with companies, whether it was paper checks to online payments or um, traditional energy to renewable energy, and in recent years, I've started transforming lives, um, including my own, and studying energy biofield techniques, 32 different modalities um, of energy healing techniques, from ancient Hopi and Far Eastern techniques to modern NASA physicists uh, like Barbara Brennan techniques. Oh, studied with her way back when. Okay. Um, so let me ask you, did you, was, this, was this always an interest of yours, or how did this morph? Or did it, did it morph and evolve? Yeah, I've always been very much connected to the things around me, animals, nature, 
and intuitive. And so this sense of energy in a bigger sense has always been there since I was a small child. But in, uh, I guess, the last 15 years, one of my sons had an incurable disorder. And so I began Mm. studying in earnest vibrational medicine techniques to do with um, energy healing and alternative holistic therapies. Wow, it's so interesting. Very often, I mean, we have a wide range of guests that come on the program, but a lot of them, um, few fathers, but a lot of mothers have had situations with their child and diagnoses that were extremely challenging or looking like they could be um, chronic or terminal and that put, you know, that changed the trajectory of their life, put them on a whole other road. So um, that, I found that very, very fascinating. Um, were you just not finding the answers in more conventional or traditional um, streams, so to speak? Yeah, Michelle, it took us eight doctors and a trip all the way to Stanford from Nashville, Tennessee, to get help and treatment uh, for his disorder, which was narcolepsy. And uh, so we spent a lot of time after that raising awareness in the communities. It's as common as type 1 diabetes, but people aren't aware of it. And so it's mostly misdiagnosed. And um, it's also fascinating, you were just speaking with people about their dreams and uh, when you don't sleep for days at a time, it's like you have these waking dream episodes and it becomes difficult to tell what's real and what's not real. And so that was another area of fascination with um, how are we in sync with our subconscious mind? Um, What are the portals Mm. that lead between you know, these different worlds that we have, what's quote-unquote real and what's not real. And so coming from a business executive perspective and and spending, you know, the last 20 years working through the business lens, I see myself as sort of an interpreter um, as a recovering logic, you know, person um, explaining the intuitive and the spiritual not as being in conflict with science but perfectly in sync and explaining things like, um, you know, tapping into intuition as resonating vibrations because we're just made of electrical waves, you know, the sine waves. And it explains everything about our behavior, about our businesses and our lives. Mm-hmm. So you're what we call metaphysical, a bridger which we need so many, um, you know, and so many are awakening, um, in, in various fields, awakenings happens in so many different fields because certain people will listen to you and then also the way your mind works and your experience, you're able to bring a different um, piece and nuance and, um, and perspective um, to bringing this, yeah. about, you know, the, the, right, the energy. Um, well, let me go back. Let me. What led you? What was going on that led you to study um, energy per se? Was it was it more you were studying energy medicine, vibrational medicine? Like perhaps this is something vibrationally that's going on and can, and can be helped in in this capacity. Right. I you know as mentioned in the introduction, I did a lot of renewable energy, and so I have electrical engineering certifications and understand how electricity flows. And so when I began looking into vibrational medicine 
for me, it was um, it was very intuitive and it made logical sense that since we're made of energy, then finding the tune, if you will, or the frequency of healthy cells and then tuning to that um, allows us to heal ourselves. And so when I learned healing energy techniques and worked with people, I would explain it in ways that they could understand. For example, connecting chakras is just like jump-starting the battery in your car. You have, you know, a mm. negative charge, a positive charge, and you're connecting a circuit. And um, so it's bridging that information gap in a way that they understand and doesn't sound so scary. You know, when you're raised mm-hmm. in a home like I was, where you're Southern Baptist in the Bible Belt, um, it's kind of scary to hear things like vibrations or intuition or, you know, that's <laughs> outside the paradigm. And what I remind people is, you know, the King James Version refers to God and Christ 272 times as the light because he's mm. energy, you know, and we're made of that energy. Mm-hmm. So I don't see any conflicts with religious practice uh, for the most part. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so would you look at blockages? Would it be perhaps that um, dis-ease or certain conditions would be a imbalance um, of this electromagnetic energy or electrical, maybe it's just the electrical circuit. Is it how the circuitry is working within a particular system? How would you characterize it? Yes, how you would characterize an imbalance. So let's back up to, um, let's take the coronavirus as a example and what happened there, people felt off balance, and they use those words like, I feel drained, I feel disconnected, I feel off balance, all of which are energetic statements. And um, mm-hmm. a way that you can, so you can feel it, as you were saying earlier, but you can't see it. And so mm-hmm. first is acknowledging that it's real, even though you can't see it. And one of the ways that you can manifest it visually is to have a pendulum device, and it's not that it's some kind of witchery um, about the pendulum. Most pendulums are made of something like quartz, and quartz is Mm -hmm. a really good energy conductor. That's why they use it as the needle on record players. And you Mm. place it in the areas of electrical energy called chakras on people, and they spin clockwise, And um, you can tell if it's not spinning, there's a blockage. And so you can visually manifest that energy. And if you've been feeling off, um, you know, a lot of times it will be blocked around your center core um, area of your body. Mm -hmm. So, and of course, everything has an energy circuit. You know, we do the, you know, environment, homes. I mean, there's just large applications um, for this. Um, I'm curious, with you working with electricity, what did you see the correspondence was between, let's say, our energy system and an energy system, let's say, at a a home or a plant or uh, some kind of more architectural, you know, energy system? What what would be the similarities? Absolutely. And I totally geeked out in um, part of my book. The first two parts are written more as a story. You know, the first section Mm -hmm. building up to burnout, the second 
going to Costa Rica, giving away my things, reconnecting. And then the third part is um, the geeked out part about here's what's happening energetically and using the rest of the stories to talk about it. And one of the examples I give is we try to regulate our homeostasis, our energy state of being, or what we refer to as balanced, um, like we Mm -hmm. do our thermostat in the home. You know, you have to consider the environment. You know, what's going on around you? Is it really hot and stressful like during COVID or during the riots? Um, And if Mm -hmm. there's a lot of heat, then you have to compensate, you know, with more cool. And um, you're constantly regulating um, up or down. And I describe it in terms of vibes, high vibes, low vibes. Mm. And the way you regulate is you do things that you love and emotions like love and compassion and joy are high vibe activities, passion, and low vibe things are uncertainty, um, depression, Mm. fear. And so whenever we have those low vibe things, it pulls from our high vibe state, just like outside if it's colder and you're toasty warm in your house, then it's going to pull the heat from you. If you open the door, it's going to pull it out. It's the exact same with our bodies. And so to stay warm, we have to protect ourselves. And you do that by identifying what are those things that jazz you up? Is it playing an instrument, mm-hmm. petting that new adorable dog you just got, <laughs> or mm-hmm, you yeah. know, going for a hike? Whatever it is that you love, Um, do more of that. Some people like to use gratitude as a way of raising their vibe. But that's just like us turning the thermometer up in our house, the thermostat, to a higher degree. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So in a way, um, and I love the homeostasis um, analogy and model because everything in nature is based on that, including our own mental, you know, emotional, uh, physical and physiological aspect of us. Right. I'm wondering, I, it sounds like as we're talking, I'm thinking, you know, more and more um, over the years as I've had various guests on, it sounds like, and it's so the new paradigm, and if you look at astrolo- astrologically, it's Aquarius, Aquarian age, um, it's all a lot about, in, in not a heavy way, but self-responsibility, self-accountability. It sounds like what you're saying, you have to be able to have a system that you check in on yourself, that you pause, that you, you know, what influences are coming at me right now? You know, is it too hot? Is it too cold? What do I need? Is there some way that people can bridge, let's say, to integrate some of the stuff that you're talking to into their life? What is What would be some of the ways? Um, and I know in asking this, Tabitha, the reason I am is because I can't tell you how many people, whether listeners, clients, students, whatever, a lot of it is we, we have to do it. We, you know what I mean? we have to, we have to yeah. do it ourselves. Somehow we have to integrate it into our routine. Yeah, we do. And there's a three-step process that I like to use to do that, the first of which mm. is um, stop shooting on yourself. And what I mean by that is you should have everything on time. You should be perfectly fit. You should be attractive, you should have a great career. Um, We just end up shooting all over ourselves, and by pleasing others, we allow them to shoot on us. So first of all is recognizing that stress, those shoulds, because it 
it gets mm-hmm. um, we're in imbalance and disharmony. It, it mucks with our flow and our waves, and so we have to let that go. And so identifying those energetically, it does mm-hmm. impact us energetically. It does, okay. Absolutely. It's like in a lake, if you throw in a stone and you have ripples. And then if you throw mm-hmm. in another stone, then the, the ripples start messing each other up. There's no longer perfect waves coming out. They start having dissonance between them. That's our own mm-hmm. energy impacting with the energy of the people around us. And everybody's encountered those people that when they enter the room, you feel like you've swallowed a brick, Right. That's your intuition mm-hmm. speaking and your energy field literally being zapped by that person. So wow. Step one, identify when that's happening. And usually it's your gut. And the more you practice it, you will start to recognize that. So recognize those things, move them away. The second step is tap into what makes you happy. And that gets back to what do you love to do? Is it art? Is it, you know, listening to a funny, um, you know, recap of best SNL videos? Is it your dog hiking? Everybody's different. And I know that there, you're, a lot of your audience are very advanced meditators. And, um, you know, they are able to tap in by sitting cross-legged and meditating. But you know what? People that are wired like me, I do better if I get exhausted first. Go for a run, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. a hike, get out in nature. And so I think people need to not stress themselves out if they can't meditate in the traditional sense. Find something they love, and that's at least going to raise their vibe and help them tap into mm-hmm. their balance. Mm-hmm. So that is um, kind of step two. And then step three is embracing that change, taking risks. So People get to the point where they can hear what to do or they intuitively know what to do. And I've heard it on your show today. You know, the callers kind of already know what they think they want to do, but they just don't want to take the risk to do it. And in my book, I talk about the bats, for example. I learned the lesson from the bats. They can't fly from the ground. They literally can't take off. They have to hang upside down and risk plunging to their deaths They have to let go, take that risk before they can fly. And it's the same way with us. We kind of know what we need to do, but Mm -hmm. it's scary to trust it. So it's taking that risk as the third step. Yeah, I always say almost any good reading has a confirmation. You have to kind of already know, because that would say that that person is in synergy with you. There's there's an energy Mm -hmm. exchange or mutual energy exchange. also, to your point of walking, because sometimes, and I don't know if you've encountered this either yourself or with people that you've um, worked with, and, you know, I want to share this, because sometimes we do all the right things, like we meditate, and it still doesn't work. Sometimes for me, I'll just, I'll just go for a walk. If I've meditated and I'm, like, still irritated or agitated or thoughts are coming in or I don't, I will either just walk around the house or I just, that's it, go outside, I walk around, I just... And it's so interesting, not even trying to clear my mind or think positive thought. As soon as I go out the door, oh, the tree there. Oh, my God, the bougainvillea is so pretty. Oh, hi to my neighbor. And then I'm, I'm in a whole different state. So Absolutely. I hear, you know, right? I and then it becomes found easier that- to receive. 
Absolutely. And yeah. that's where the universe does not show up on our time. You know, <laughs> we, yeah. we adjust to the universe time. And when, when you're doing a reading and some people you'll resonate with more than others in readings, I'm guessing I, yes. No, and very true. that's because yes. you're, yeah, you're in resonance with them. And again, it goes back to waves. If you look at human behavior and this is, I'm in a place in my life, Michelle, where I'm so grateful. It's at work, I get to do what I love. And um, in my off time, I do what I love. And at work, I work with companies with innovation, how to change, how to get people in motion and action. Because if you look Mm -hmm. at the state of being energetic, we all fit along the growth curve. Some of us are startup people. Others are more mature at the top. And companies Mm -hmm. are the same way. If you look at behaviors, like people wonder why their new ideas aren't getting implemented or, you know, maybe they want to do something with their spouse and their spouse is just not listening because it's the law of physics. The, the third law of motion is equal and opposite reaction. If you, you know, mm. if you disagree with someone, you guys just cancel each other out. And that's the problem with our truth crisis in the United States right now. Politics with vaccines, mm-hmm. pick a topic is we're canceling mm-hmm. each other out instead of figuring out what is that thing that is between us that we can all get behind. And if you have yeah. something that's already in motion and you get behind it, guess what? You accelerate it. So, again, everything in our lives, our problems, our work, our passions, it comes back to waves and accelerating energy. Mm-hmm. Now, Teresa, let me ask you something. Do you, um, from your experience and your research, because you talked about on that curve, which I agree, some people are great initiators, some people you know, and innovators, but then they need someone to help perhaps maintain and stabilize or create a good system. Um, exactly. You know, some people are big pictures. Do you think that the energy, because those are, sounds like those are all different, ener- have a different energy component and probably a different, vibra- slightly different vibrational frequency, like a symphony to fit together. Do you think it's ever possible to have someone has all of those pieces or will we always need each other, whether it's for confirmation or that has those other pieces, whether it's individually or within a company structure? Yeah, you know, that is a great question. And there's actually a model that um, Human Insight uses, a a European-based organization that I've used with Fortune 500s here in the States, and it maps people on that curve. So your preference will be in one spot or the other. Many people have the Mm. complexity to do anywhere along that um, curve. Like I naturally am at the very tip. I love change and think into the future, but I've been a Mm -hmm. programmer or an auditor in the past when I had to be, but that's what causes Mm -hmm. burnout is when you're doing things that are not your natural energetic state it's like opening the door up in your house again and letting all the heat out and that's why diversity and inclusion of the way you get into energy is critical if i had a long-term business whenever i've been leading businesses in the past i always get someone at the top of the curve to balance me out Mm -hmm. so something again it goes to knowing yourself um Right. And is there a way, is there a test, is there a way to um, questionnaire? I, I would imagine some yes. people intuitively know, but uh, there must be some kind of questionnaire that can help people 
see where, where they're at in this, in this curve. There is, it's called the AEM cube, and there's, there's a TED talk about it out there that's pretty good, and I've used it with leadership teams, and we've done really interesting things like figured out, wow, we've got people at the very top of the curve in charge of a brand new market strategy or a brand new product, and um, that's why it's getting one star online right now. And once you've mapped oh, that out and figured out we're missing people at the tip of the curve, then you can rejigger the team and, um, you know, be successful. We brought it up over a three-week period to four and a half stars. So it's all about getting wow. the right mix for whatever you're trying to do. And vice versa, if you're trying to stabilize something, you don't want those blue sky thinkers out there. You want people that can find your risk. Mm. So it really is in a sense of like having the right blend of energies um, through people and what they're bringing. It is. Right? And it's also finding your purpose and then aligning your work to it. You've seen this mass exodus since people have started going yeah. back to work and they're leaving in droves. And that's because they don't have an alignment with what fuels their passion and it's pulling their vibe down. So yeah. that's what's happening from an energy dynamic. And we have to find ways to go back to our list of things that create those high vibes for us and then find a way to work those into your job. And it, it may not happen all at once. You just pick waypoints. You know, this is one thing I can add in this week. Next week I can add in another thing. And over time you make this transformation into what you want to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fascinating. And it's very interesting because that the left brain, the ego, the, the cognitive aspect, of, as long as we're working towards something, like it sees the end, end of the, you know, the tunnel, there's some light there, we don't have right. to do it all at once or have the answers. But it is doing, and you mentioned this earlier, those steps, those small steps. Um, yeah, a lot of people I talk to, they say, well, they realize that they, it wasn't resonating for them so much for so many, for months or years that this, you know, condition, um, opened the door for them to look at things differently. Gave, I think it gave everyone a chance, a reset, a, you know, get out of jail, free cards kind of thing. It did, and I see so many people stressing themselves out because they don't know what they want to do, and they become frozen in fear. And literally, if you think about the energetic state of, you know, the lowest vibe, if you stop vibrating at a fast level, you freeze. You know, you're not vibrating yeah. anymore. And so that's what happens, and they can't get into action. And so – Start thinking of it like little life games or little waypoints along the journey and not stress yourself out about where do I want to go, you know, 20 years from now? What is my life's purpose? Like, nobody knows. I might mm -hmm. change my mind three times before breakfast. But, mm -hmm. you know, just mm -hmm. pick a little goal per day to start and then, you know, weekly, monthly, et cetera. Now, let's get to um, your book here, Trust Your Animal Instincts. Now, that, that's like, okay, 
And then, of course, you got an owl on the cover for, for wisdom. Um, I do feel a lot of this is about reclaiming our, our instinctual awareness, our animal instincts. I feel like that's such a big piece in the new um, paradigm, which many people are calling the new earth. We have to be more in touch with our body and that gut knowing, that body wisdom. What in your research and your experience you found with this animal instincts? And I know you've parlayed it um, into talking about it from a business standpoint or success. What are animal instincts and how important are they and how can they lead us to success or boost our success? Yeah, so I'll take the success part first and then back into the animal part. As far as success, we have executives, billionaires like Oprah and um, Bill Gates and Elon Musk and Richard Branson, and they attribute their success to intuition, and that's listening to it and understanding Mm -hmm. how to tap into it. And so there are techniques for that that I mention in the book. And the examples that I give are animals that show up in my path. It's sort of similar to your dog story um, from, Mm -hmm. you know, a bit ago that you shared, where I would ask, um, you know, what should I do about this job? For example, I was a global executive. I was working in renewables. And at the time, um, our administration, our society, especially where I lived in the southeast, did not seem to care about sustainability, clean energy. And working in it for 17 years, I just kind of got to a point of burnout. And, um, mm. you know, asking over and over, and I started seeing snakes and I saw snakes for a period of months, like often, up to five a day. And wow. friends, you know, yeah, none of us could figure it out. <laughs> I am an animal lover, but I still get a little creeped out at first when I see them. Um, yeah. So finally, I figured this out, and I'm like, God, you know, just could you give me a billboard? I'm not understanding it. He gives me one last <laughs> snake. Then I finally, the the light bulb came on, and uh, it was shed your skin. And I quit my job, gave away most of my things, uh, went to live near the jungle for a while in Costa Rica. And um, what the reason snakes shed their skin is because it's literally holding them back. They can't grow into their potential if they keep their skin because it holds them back. And it takes on parasites. And if you think about our, our perfectionism, oh, our negative self-talk, yeah. our you know, self-pressure, all of those shoulds we talked about, the should monster, as I call it, um, uh-huh. you know, we have to get rid of that and leave it behind. So shed your skin was the first um, sign that I got from animals. And then I began really understanding um, when I would ask God and my grandmother passed on um, you know, 35 years ago, was very close to her and we're very spiritually connected. And I think she just has this sense of humor that she kept sending animals as my answer and I would have to figure out what it meant. So the book has a series of those about eight animals um, that I saw during this period of time and the lessons that I learned from them. Wow. That is so powerful um, and amazing. Um, It's, that reclaiming, and, and again, you pause, you, you look, you ask within, it really feels like 
I mean, I love the book. It's like it's it's a support to kind of this next level of of living and being. You know, this more fulfilled because yeah, you're, you're much you know, more alive because you're more aware, right? And it's that bridge, you know, going back to what you're saying, I feel like I'm sort of a bridge or an interpreter that um, I'm not showing up as your guest that is saying I can meditate perfectly and tap into everything, you know, on a, on a minute's notice. I'm showing up as the person that kept asking for my spirit animal, you know, night after night after yeah. night, and an owl kept waking me up out back, and I kept fussing at it, be quiet, I'm trying to get my spirit animal in my dream tonight and you know it took like (laughs) months of this going on and somebody saying what's up with that weird owl outside for me to click that oh that's my answer duh Tabitha I've done it before and it's like it's like hindsight (laughs) is is bigger than 20 it's like a neon sign and I'm like oh my god I'm just so because you get you get a certain thing in your head you know (laughs) yeah yeah and 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 so it's knocking yeah yeah so this book is that very vulnerable putting out there like, I'm figuring it out. I'm in the process of this. And it was also very hard to put this stuff out there as a business executive, um, you know, spending all of my life focused, my professional life. And even before that, I was an athlete, a suck it up kind of girl. And, um, mm. you know, don't let them see you cry. Don't be vulnerable. Don't talk about anything woo-woo. Um, that's craziness. Mm-hmm. So everything was logic, science, how to make money. And, um, you know, now I'm finding that I can balance those worlds all together, and it comes down to energy and physics, high vibes and low vibes. Mm-hmm. Gosh, that's, it's profound, but it's also, I think, very easy to do if we just do it. Um, and I appreciate yeah. this conversation so much because I feel we're all there. If, you know, even me, you get it to a certain level and then you grow, you expand, and now it's it's something new that you're having to learn or look at the signs or the, you know, symbols and be guided. And we definitely need, you know, handbooks right now. We need we need the stories. We need those confirmations. Um, I mean, I have certain things I listen to in the morning when I'm doing certain, you know, exercises or meditation that get me going. I know, okay, this is going to get my day going. I have certain things like when I, you know, winding down or going to sleep, you know, and, and, the, and the ones that get me going during the day, I don't want to listen to at night because then I'll start thinking about all the things I want to do in my projects. I'll be, oh, let me just do that now. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. I think we, we all have to know that, um, especially I got to tell you in, um, it's funny. I don't find this with work with like high performance people, but I do find, unfortunately, sometimes in the spiritual community or however you want to term it, you know, alternative health and um, metaphysics, that somehow there's been this misnomer that you get to a certain level and you got it, and then there's this big surprise, yeah. like, oh my God, why, <laughs> why is this coming up? I've worked on this, I've done this, and it's like, yeah. no, right? It's yeah, it is a we have ongoing work in progress by the minute. Yes. And we also yes. have to realize, I think your work is so important for people today, especially in America with everything that's going on. It's important for people to understand, you know, despite what's going on externally, despite 
what socioeconomic or ethnicity or geography that we're born into or religion, um, we are all formed from the exact same energy. And understanding you can be black or white or left or right or Baptist or Buddhist, but we are all energists. I mean, we are all energists at the core. And that's where we need to focus as a society is that platform of, and guess what? It's not just us. It's the animals, the plants. It's all the things around us that are alive. Yeah. I think we're going to find a real peace because, I mean, obviously differences are, we can see them, we hear them, but like you said, the energists, that, that we're all this divine energy. Now, where and how do we want to experience, express this? And let's, you know, stop parsing hairs on this and just relate more as the energy, embrace that. I think it's going to be very, very um, healing, transforming, and very freeing because there's less constriction then. You know, I agree. Like and one of the, yeah, yeah, the easiest thing to do is just practice love. You know, above anything else, mm-hmm. if you just practice loving something, love your cat, love the grass outside your house, you know, love yourself. But it's the highest of vibrational activities. And so the act of giving it actually makes you happier, more connected, more balanced. And it's kind of like I call it a magic penny. You, the more you give it away, the more you actually have and that includes people mm-hmm. that you may not really like. You know, it freaks people out not to fight back with them. <laughs> but to, you know, I know. resist Why? the urge. Next time they, you know, someone's attacking you, resist the urge. Just it's really hard to do to defend yourself because that goes back to the third law of, of motion. You're going to cancel each other out. And ask them a question instead. It totally, it's like energetic judo. It redirects their energy to a different place. Mm. Yeah, and I think, I mean, you even talk about in the book, like, your purpose, you know, successful, purposeful um, transformation, you know, being successful. Mm-hmm. I, you know, again, because I think success beyond just the monetary, I think the more successful we are, the less we want to get in this combative discourse or diatribe, you know. I right. feel like we... Right. There's more to do. There's more. Um, there is. There's no time th- for that. Yeah, exactly. And what would you say is very helpful energetically for people to maybe get out of that? Because so many, I mean, I'm amazed how many people, oh, I told them this or I wrote that back on Facebook or idea. And I'm like, why? Why did you even go there? Um, what's a way that people cannot go there or get out of that? What, what's a way? purposefully or to connect in back with their purpose, the energy of their purpose. So a couple of things that I would do is first, when you feel attacked in any way, you can put up an invisible shield. I worked with Mm -hmm. ER physicians during the heat of COVID to um, talk them through how to do this. But the simple version is just imagine a shield of light between you and them And you're not letting those remarks in. You're not letting it hurt you. You're not letting it lower your vibe. So imagine that first and foremost. And guess what? It is a real shield because we are made of energy. We can create it. We can change its form. Mm. Um, So that is something you can do first. And then the second one is, seriously, ask them a question. If they are attacking you, 
and if you just, if in every fiber of your being you have to do a response, then ask them, you know, I, I hear what you are saying. What makes you feel that way? Or what is a solution that you have in mind? You know, flip it back to them. And in a worst-case scenario, it buys you time to come up with a calm response. Um, but it shifts their thinking into solution mode instead of attack mode. It, it moves them from energetically pushing outward to energetically reflecting inward. So it buys you time. If you're lucky, they'll come back with, um, you know, wow, I have an opportunity to help out here. So um, those are my two tips. I like that. So shift the energy. We can shift the energy by shifting our words or our reply, shifting our focus. Um, great advice, Tabitha. Put up a shield. Yeah, put up a shield put a and shield. ask a yeah. question. Yeah, I like that. Put up a shield and ask a question. Wow. All right, Tabitha, we're um, out of time, but this has been so amazing to um, connect with you. I just so loved what you are doing and what you're sharing, and um, it's very, very uh, informative, but also very inspiring. Thank you so much. I feel the same way about your show and the way you're helping others. Thank you for that. Thank you. All right, we'll be in touch. Take good care. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, everyone, that was Tabitha Scott, author of Trust Your Animal Instincts, Your Life, and Ignite Your Power. Um, I feel like a very empowering conversation here, a lot of good takeaways. Um, if you want to connect with her further, you can go to powering-potential.com. She's also on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well. Um, and, of course, again, that book is Trust Your Animal Instincts, Your Life, and Ignite Your Power. Woo! What a great, what a great conversation. Um, thank you all for being here and co-creating this. Uh, thank you, Crystal Wells, Gretna. I agree. Great conversation. Great discussion. Thank you. Yeah. Very inspiring. Uh, we all need handbooks. We all need guidance. Um, you know, it's like we get it for a while and it's and it's working, but we've got to be open to the new and, you know, integrating new ways of doing things and sometimes bringing old things back. Um, but I feel like it's we're in a constant um, learning and growth um, curve, bringing us more and more into our soul's experience and tapping in more to our potential. All right, everyone, as usual, if you have any questions for me or any topic suggestions or guest suggestions, you can email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. That's the best way to get in touch um, for all things Awakenings. Um, if you want to do any personal work with me or sign up for Soul-Centered Living, that's soulplayground.life. Um, you can also connect with me and ask me anything on Mentor Camp. And come on, say hi on my YouTube channel. Um, let me know how you're doing and uh, let me know how I could better be of service for you through my creativity. All right, everyone, take good care. Continue to shine your light, share your insights, and, of course, keep awake. I'm Awakenings broadcasts every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake.